I just like missing stuff for you guys like hot taking here? Oh, the kid no, and not. Michael Key. The kid is not dude. How long have we had this show? <laughs> We're going on 70 episodes here. It's still a hot if you take. don't know that I'm if you don't it's know that I'm a hot kid actress, you got a real it's problem. Still a hot Episode take. one, you attack the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Untitled Film Project Podcast. Watch the movie, then let's talk about it. Today it's Wonka. Willy Wonka has dreams. Only to find the city is run by a greedy chocolate cartel that likes the confection industry without him. <laughs> well, also, answer the big question. Since this is another remake, and it is a musical... Wait, is it a remake? I mean, no, it's not. Okay. It's, I'm so, I'm so, in the, we we right. want to make sure our audience understands this is not a remake, because I it, think they did a poor job It's in the universe. That. You're right. You're right. So, it's in the prequel, universe. Though. It is a prequel, it's but a it's prequel. not a remake. Right. They're very different things. True. So. so, I stand corrected. Okay, just making sure. So, for our big question, I want to say, what movie that has already come out, would you do another, but make it a musical? <laughs> So it can't have been a musical before. <laughs> it was not a musical you're not before. You're remaking Hairspray. But you're putting... You're remaking Tommy Boy. M- yes. Is what you're saying. Okay. Tommy Boy oh, the musical. Ma- no. no, please. <laughs> Black Sheep? In fairness, I should have got a more obscure. But I'm glad you're not there. Uh, Plain. I love it. The musical. 65. The musical. <laughs> Gotta land this plane. In every- Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre. The musical. <laughs> you can see how fun this Zone is Zone of interest. Be. The musical. Yeah. Whoa. All right. Let's calm down. Breaks. All right. Let's get some additional takes on Wonka. To summarize, I was not sure how I felt about the movie when I got out of it. Okay. All right. I was like, what? It's solid movie making, solid filmmaking. I had a good time while I was there, but do I like it? Is it one of the best of the year? Blah, blah, blah. Sure. My wife on the way on the way home was like, who's in love with the first one, the original. It's Which apparently t- this is a prequel too, by the way, not the Johnny Depp one. Right. This is a prequel to the original Gene Wilder version. Right. The little more subversive yes. version with so Gene with, Wilder. The so great. With, yeah, the great Gene Wilder. That's right. So with that in mind, she was telling me all about how like, well, this character doesn't make sense if it's a prequel because then he's like that character can't go away because he's in the, he's in the original and he's still around and then she can't be from that family because then he's that doesn't where does she go and then so all of a sudden now I'm, I'm this is why we don't talk about films before we walk in here by the way okay because here I have this I just have a just th- this noise coming at me and now I'm second guessing everything that noise, I'm noise, no I know noise. so anyway my bottom line is Mrs. Gover was was at the bulletin board with the with the strings yes. connecting stuff very much so so my initial take is that I am not sure. If I liked it, and I also don't understand why Timothy Chalamet got a Best Actor nom in some of the early I'm not awards. Saying he's bad, people. just okay. saying that I was, I was like, oh, this must be one hell of a performance if he's if they're nominating him before its actual release date. That before, means the before they've seen it, the, the screener, not the screener, advanced audiences <laughs> are like, holy crap, this must be great. So I in. Unfortunately, went in with some expectations like mm-hmm. he's going to blow me away. Well, especially given with other movies that are out that will definitely receive. Best That's what I'm novels, saying. Like in, like this year of all years, not that there's ever a slouch year, but you know what I'm saying. Like sure. this year, you're like, okay, Killian Murphy had this thing wrapped up in July or August, it seemed like. And then Jeffrey Wright comes along with American Fiction and blows it out. Just so you're like, okay, I can see an argument for him. Like there's a handful. I'm sure there's like five others there's I'm missing. a bunch. There's a bunch. But really? 
<laughs> for walking, I don't, I don't know. It just, it just makes sense. That's so, my initial take. So maybe your your take is a little bit more with uh, the way the critics are heaping praise on. Which I Timothy. am a critic, so I'm like, oh, I should at least. I don't have to agree with everybody, and I certainly right. don't, as Bradford could attest to. <laughs> Hence the eyebrow. But <laughs> but I could, I should at least be able to be like, okay, if it's 95 percent Rotten Tomatoes, for example, like, I'm not I get why they're saying it. Kind of I, thing. Yeah, it's like okay, I didn't see that, but I understand where you're coming from. Right. I don't get it. On Timothy mm-hmm. Chalamet on, in this particular project. Okay, so he's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong. Yeah, no, he's, like there's, yeah, there's, he, there's no, nothing he's, wrong. He's totally fine. It's he. I think he did the character overall justice. I think they casted him well. Yes, to be kooky, whimsical. Overall, I enjoyed it. Is it film of the year for me? No, it's not. No, I think it right. accomplished what it was supposed to do is a fun family holiday film or. Not holiday film, but no. a film to release around the holidays to give family something to go and see, to kind of give a little background view of Willy Wonka and how he came to be. Again, it's it's not movie of the year. It was fun. It was whimsical. Maybe crave chocolate. It gave me some good heartwarming <laughs> fuzzies as well with how they portrayed it. I always People crave like, chocolate. I didn't know it was. I didn't know it was going to be a musical. I'm like, what? How, you didn't think there's music in it? Like, what? What universe are you living okay. in to not think there's going to be music? And it's not a full musical. Like, there's some... Bradford, are- I, I'm going to tell you, like, I, from the way they marketed this movie, it was not obvious it was a musical. But that's true, but it's still Willy Wonka, and there's songs in the original. Mm-hmm. So why would there not be songs in this one? True. Like, it that's just, my thing. I, for some reason, I think <laughs> movie studios this year have been holding back. They have been. And telling people that there's... Musical I numbers agree. in movies. And that's the thing. This was musical number, not necessarily mus- oh, full musical, right? right? Like, Color Purple is <clears throat> a musical, more so, than this one. This one has five songs. Yes. And they're also hiding like, the Color Purple's musicality as not well. Not as much now, more of the, okay. like, when you get closer release. But, yeah. for instance, Disney Animation, right? A lot of them are considered musicals, even though they're not all sing-song. Like, sure. Wish yeah. has, like, five songs in it. People consider it a musical, even though there's plenty of dialogue. But so did Aladdin and Lion King. Exactly. All those right. have that. That's exactly yeah. what this is. There's plenty of music in the film, but it's not full musical. There's so much dialogue in this that it's not classified full musical. This sure. Just, that's what the what it is. Anyways. There's a spectrum. Anyways. Well, let me dive from, just, just real quick. Okay. Let me just say that maybe we'll talk about this later. But for me, that's part of my problem with the film. It's not a problem like, oh, you shouldn't go see it. Not that kind of problem. Right. But a problem like me personally. Like, I'm pers- I am not a musical guy. Typically, on screen, Broadway, go see T- you know, T-Pac here in Nashville. Of course. Sure. I, I, I get it. I'm going to a musical. I'm going to see mu- the story played out through music and lyrics. When I go to a movie, it's very hard for me to get there. I can't do it. Usually. Okay. So because it was kind of half and half, like there was like early on it was musical, and then it went like 40 minutes without one, and then there's another <laughs> one. Like that's, that's, a, that's a problem for me. Interesting that that's a problem, but anyways, yeah, I I didn't feel that was a problem. I, you know, uh, you know, Gover, I think you, you you brought a lot of baggage to this movie. You did unintentionally, okay, unintentionally. So I brought like almost nothing to this movie. Oh, uh, I I because I, I guess uh, the original Willy Wonka, I understand its iconic stature, and I love you know. Gene Wilder, uh, there is no other actor uh, like him. So, I I mean, yes, it was great and everything, but I I didn't hold any of that movie in me when I went to go see this version of Wonka with Timothy Chalamet and so many others, Olivia Colman and stuff. And I didn't know until a few minutes into the film when I heard somebody whisper 
oh, it's the director of Paddington and Paddington 2, which I particularly find delightful. Mm-hmm. And I found Wonka just as delightful as I did those movies. I really enjoyed it. Timothy Chalamet didn't try to play a young Gene Wilder character, which I appreciate. He was, you know, which I also think, you know, is a character development thing. He's not the guy who goes crazy and wants to get rid of his chocolate factory. He's full of whimsy, optimism, enthusiasm, like nothing can bring him down. He just wants to make his mom happy. Yeah, which for an un, with an underused Sally Hawkins as his mom. Uh, <laughs> but I, I really, uh, I was charmed by this movie. So I was uh, too. That's I got warm I, fuzzies. I, I, I really, really had a great time and would have no problem showing this movie or going to this movie with anybody. Let's go a little what let's go negative. Oh no. No, Sorry. I was gonna Sorry. say inside okay. the mystery chocolate. You know how like you get the, the box of chocolates and mm-hmm. you don't know what's inside? Let's find out what's inside. Is it is it one of those hard caramel that hurts your teeth? Or is it one of those it's filled with cherries that taste like medicine? Uh, let's see what we thought of Wonka in depth. <laughs> Okay. Bradford's. One of my. Which piece of chocolate are you grabbing, Bradford? I'm grabbing the chocolate that would make me laugh every time it happened. It was just this small little side one whenever the word poor was mentioned. And you're like, Hilarious. That was funny. That was so well timed and well written. Really funny. Yes. What, maybe three times. Yes. Yes. Like was one, two, and then a huge distance. Yes, and then, and then the boom end. again. That was like, great. They used it so well. The three chocolatiers in the mob. Mm-hmm. I thought were so incredibly well played and cast as just like that side comedic villain. I, yes. I really enjoyed that because I think they, they played this out as more like a children's play and how sure. it was casted, how it was written. The whimsical side, the Paddington thing, yeah. because you're making this movie accessible to children and, and, and adults too. And I think that's what you need when you have like an adaptation of, of a Roald doll yes. universe, you know? Absolutely. Like, you know, he, he wrote for children mm-hmm. and beautifully. And the comedy in here, too, had plenty of adult comedy, just like with <laughs> Mrs. Scrubbit and then Mr. Lederhosen. That was awesome. <laughs> that was just great. People were like, oh, my eyes! But it's, it's that comedic moment, the comedic timing. I thought the mm-hmm. comedy in this was so very well done and not overly forced to keep people just intrigued by it and to um, up the, the whimsical. Yes. I love the comedic elements of this, which is what gave me the warm fuzzies the whole time was that it was comedy with heart. Olivia Coleman and her yellow teeth <laughs> were uh, just scene stealing. I just thought the, the whole concept of the indentured servitude, better read those terms of the contract, you know, like before you hit upset, you know, except uh, was, was hilarious. And the way he was able to overcome that and, you know, uh, you know, not I had just seen It's a Wonderful Life, you know, with Potterville trying to keep everybody, you know, everybody poor and Jimmy Stewart's character, you know, just trying to, you know, everybody have a a life of their own. I thought, wow, there's parallels in this movie, Um, even though it was just a very silly parallel. I really enjoyed the old uh, prison camp for kids. (laughs) Speaking of kids, I had... I, I liked the actress, the young actress, early and often. Yes. But I 
there were a handful of scenes, maybe three or four, that I was like, I bet she shot those first. Because she wasn't in the character yet, almost learning how to act. It was, a, it was a, there's a little, it was a different level. And it, and it regressed. But it was, you know, as we all know, movies aren't shot chronologically, right? Those so, of you that had uh, just after the 10-minute mark when <laughs> Gover would attack the child actor. Actors. I didn't have to prompt it this time. I know. I was going to ask. No. And he just went ahead and there's brought no, her right no, up. No need to ask. So I thought she, yeah, she's going to be on my Music City Film Critics Association ballot for Best Actress, Best Young Actress. But she did not detract from the movie, again, in a, except for a handful of things. But, but, again, nitpicky, and I even know that. That's okay. It. Okay. I just want to be in his fun. brain sometime. Where it's like, kid sucks in his head. <laughs> there, <laughs> there were certain scenes, Bradford, that were not solid. He didn't, cut, he didn't deny it. We're letting no. you go. We're cutting you loose. Like so I can't just imagine not... watching this movie and be like, "Now nah, she was awful in that scene." <laughs> you can't. No, because I'm watching We're the whole movie. Supposed to watch a movie with the critic's eye of like, what could be done better? What could be done different? What is? Like, yeah, but that's oh. not detracting from the movie for me. I I didn't see a problem with her. Okay. I didn't. See she a didn't stand out. That's fair. No, she, she, she didn't stand she out. Just, out just as, remember, as, as there's been worse. Just Trust remember, me. parents Gover hates kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Kids. Yeah. Uh, I think this movie was was very well cast. Uh, obviously, Timothy Chalamet. Uh, you know, it's it's his world. We're living in it right now and that's probably why they gave him awards before they even got to see the movie because they just everybody loves him so much uh look dune couldn't come out so here's this little nugget right this drip is, drip water splash, splash. <laughs> <laughs> or I, was, I was thinking more of the morphine drip of timothy oh, chalamet okay, coming that. in right there's to your a, veins also that <laughs> Uh, the, there was, I mean, Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean, uh, what little time he got, he made the most of mm-hmm. it. I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, the only characters that I, you know, maybe in the casting, uh, that didn't live up to my expectations of the rest of the movie, didn't match everybody else's performance. Uh, I was a little disappointed in Keegan-Michael Key's Inspector. Really? Who keeps getting bought off. I like the storyline. Um... Uh, I don't know. I usually like him. I just, uh, there was something, he was off from the rest of the cast. How so? Um, there's a way of playing cartoony and, and a goofy, obviously he's, you know, the guy who's going to be set up for, he keeps getting fatter because he keeps getting bought off Mm -hmm. with chocolate bribes. Uh, I mean, the comedy was easy. Uh, maybe he just overplayed it. Like just let it be. And Interesting. I, I didn't have a problem with him at all. I thought he actually supplied a really good dose of comedy whenever he was on the screen, but it wasn't so overdone, I didn't think. Okay. Am but, I just, like, missing stuff for you guys, like, hot-taking here? Uh, the kid no, and not. Michael Key. The kid is not... Dude, how long have we had this show? <laughs> We're going on 70 episodes here. It's still a hot If you take. don't know that I'm... If you don't it's know still that still I'm a hot on kid actors, you've got a real it's problem. Still a Episode take. one, you attack the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Episode two was Jurassic Park, by the so, way, and that was the one that we threw out, threw out a gauntlet on the kid actor. Master Skywalker, what are we to do? Not strong either, by the way, just so you know. Yeah. In the movie, our Oompa Loompa, played by Hugh Grant. I wanted more. I wanted just a little bit more. Not a lot more, but a little bit more. I, I think the character, you know, didn't get a whole lot of screen time, and when it was there, it was like mm, a little bit of like jammed into the movie. I didn't think it was... It needed to be Hugh Grant mm-hmm. until, I have no idea why, 
the scene on the boat where he's reclining his seat. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was really funny. But my like, his facial expressions was Hugh Grant. Yes, he right, plays yes. for sure. Yeah. But you know when he breaks in and all that, like I'm like, it's just it's just fun that it's Hugh Grant. It right. doesn't need to be Hugh Grant. It can be anybody. Right. But then again, which then also it, would I know they had to do this. Can you imagine going to see the movie and not having that revealed in the trailer that it was Hugh Grant? Can you imagine if all of a sudden oh, yeah. our first impression of Oompa Loompa and all of a sudden like, holy crap, it's Hugh Grant. That would have been awesome. Would have been awesome. Yeah, I know why right. they couldn't do no, it, yeah, they but they could have just shown the back of a head That's or something like that. not like uh, Bill Murray right. in right. Guardians, of, Thunder. Or, uh, or Guardians uh, of the Galaxy Gar- 3, right? No. It was Ant-Man, Quantum, Ant-Man. 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 Holy yeah. crap, One of those guys. Marvel movies that was kind of mediocre. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Hold on. That's not like Bill Murray in... The Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's not like that. Showing that up. one, they absolutely yeah, should have kept. Should have kept. Yes. Uh, you know, under wraps. Hey, this would be right. a big surprise. But this one, you get. I mean, I get totally get it. So especially yeah. because this is prequel. In terms of getting back to the Oompa Loompa side of things, yes, they ended on okay terms, things like that. I would have loved even a tease, even if it was in the the credits where they're rolling some things here and there mm-hmm. of how a partnership was going to develop. Even just a tease of the partnership for the future of all the Oompa Loompas coming to work with. Willy Wonk in the factory. Well, they did kind of, though, didn't they? Not enough. You to... struck a deal with him. Eh, but not to where it's like this is leading into why all of them would migrate there to come and work with him. Okay. I'm not saying I need a lot. I needed a, just a small tease would have been fulfilling. I, it didn't ruin the story or anything like that. Just a little more fulfillment on the Oompa Loompa line. Okay. Maybe I would they, have liked to have seen. Maybe they, awfully selfish. They, they might put that in like, hey, if this does great you and we could do tease. another one. We're going to get into the, uh, you know, the contract that they uh, agree to, you know, after maybe a strike with the Oompa Loompas, you know. <laughs> so Wonka 2, Oompa Loompas unionized? I do have a question, actually. This is like a joke. I'm but buying I, that. But I do, I do have a question. Do we want to see a second one? No. That would bridge the two? Nope. The, and it may, all of a sudden, that's a trilogy? No. Nope. Uh, right now, that's a no. That's a no. But okay. uh, maybe in a few years, I would. Well, no, I'm not saying next year, but... You know, you know, like, I, I, right now I'm don't. I say no. I say no, but I could be swayed to yes if they do it right. Okay. Like, I'm always curious about what they do. Like, I thought this one overall was pretty well done because it turned out to be like a caper story, too, of how they're going to accomplish yeah. this, how they're going to break in, how they're going to do all these. It's a kind of a caper crime mob story, which I really appreciated yep. in terms of the storytelling. If they do it right, then sure, yeah. But right now, no, I'm good. I don't need it. You're satisfied. I'm satisfied. Okay. Right. I just I, I think of the things that my wife said about how this character doesn't connect with this and that doesn't make any sense. And then this is the why is he still around and she shouldn't be his niece because then where did she go? And like all these things, those questions could be answered if there was a second one. And I was like, but why would you need a second one? And then I started thinking about it. It's like, oh, that'd be kind of neat if they made the original the last of the trilogy. The that would be kind of Charlie. cool. Yeah, like you know, that, sure. We haven't really seen that before. I don't think. Maybe you see Timothy Chalamet slightly getting more demented. Yes, like yeah. there's 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 a story to be told. There is what I'm saying. There is, but is there going to be the? De- I mean, is there going to be the demand for that? I I don't know. Uh, I think your wife really. Movies that are coming out. Aquaman you're 100 percent correct. Not, it's not necessary. You're 100 percent correct in that. <laughs> I, that's why I say I can be swayed that if they do the story right, yes. that I can be totally swayed to a yes because oh well, I am curious now. You've intrigued me to bridge the gap. Well, thank you, but I will also say that a lot of things we could sit here and be like, well, if they get it right. True. 100. I mean, percent That's a little bit of that's a, how Hollywood. It's works. kind of a cop out. Yeah. <laughs> true. If right. Gets it right. I hate great. it until it was great. Right. Until it made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. 
I thought it was an incredible movie, a fantastical, probably this way, a fantastical movie mm-hmm. for the family to watch. I thought it was, I really enjoyed myself in the theater. I didn't have the baggage of the Johnny Depp or the Gene Wilder versions because I haven't seen them in years. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the Gene Wilder one, I probably haven't seen for maybe two decades. I mean, it's been a long time it's been a since I've watched time it. Me. But this movie was so was good enough, I'll put it that way, this movie was good enough to where I want to now go watch it. As opposed to like, I've had enough. Like, it's more like, no, no, I, let's see how Gover they, wants to go deeper. Yeah, I, and I, that's, that's a compliment, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, I talked about the young actress. 90% of the time, great. The other 10%, not great. But <laughs> so I, sorry, just, I'm, just, we're, I'm giving my score here. So this is what I'm summing it up. So the the music was again okay. Okay, so the music, right? The music in the car. If I'm listening to it, it comes on in the car. If I'm on a friend's car or house and they're playing it for their kid, I'm I'm tapping my feet. I found myself in the theater tapping my feet or like hitting my knee or whatever it was like to the sure. beat. I thought all the songs were great. Okay, but again, not a musical guy. As a as the music comes on, do you did you hate yourself maybe for not tapping? early because early it's, it's te- the first the opening scene is him on top of that mask or whatever and he's singing okay mm-hmm. totally fine I'm like okay I I get it it's when it goes away from music to tell the story so now all of a sudden it's like a real it's a real movie for like a normal movie for like 35, 40 minutes and then another musical number comes in I just imagine Gover eating his popcorn mm-hmm. during that 35, 40 minutes like oh yeah I'm vibing I'm vibing I am. Musical? <laughs> because, look. Oh, oh it's done. Listen, great again. Look, at, I oh, have, yeah. listen, I have a hard time where I'm watching this character and everything's down and out. And he's he's not depressed, but, you know, the, this girl he's with is depressed. And she's like, well, life never gets any better. And he's the eternal optimist. And all of a sudden he stands on a peach box and breaks out in song. It doesn't make any sense. It's not real. I was expecting him to do real. Arabian Nights. It's not, re- yeah. it's not real. It's not real. It's I, it separates me from the I was I was invested in the plight of the characters and then he breaks out in a musical number. What do you think of La La Land? Oh my god, you, you, you were just it's I overrated. was just thinking of La it's La overrated. Land. I love La La Land. It's overrated. So Jim, you want to start a podcast? <laughs> you need you, me. I'm we talk podcast. about the best you child actors. Me. You need someone to hate children <laughs> and song. <laughs> Anyway, it's, noise, it's called Perfect noise, Balance, noise. like Thanos wanted. Wonka, I give a 7.0. I enjoyed it while I was in the theater. Well, that's a pretty there's, good score there's for enough, There's enough there that, that I'm like, yeah, I, mean, I would go see it again. If, my, if, my, if somebody wanted to go see it, it'd be totally okay. fine. Okay. But overall, there's just certain things that I'm like, I can't put it up in the top of the list for the year. I just can't do it. Okay. So 7.0 for me. All okay. right. Uh, is there, yeah, there's that temptation near award season and wrapping up and looking back at the year you got you you're measuring it against the best of the year maybe you didn't in if it came out in february would be totally different i don't know i would like to believe that's not the case because i do try Mm -hmm. i do try to look at everything evenly but yes i will admit that if something is if you're saving something your studio and you're saving something for december unless you're aquaman (laughs) that looks like we're saving it for award season. I thought yeah. that last year about the Whitney Houston mm-hmm. biopic. Right. I thought, holy crap, they saved this till Christmas. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Mm. 
I think this one they're saving it for when families have time to go watch. Like this could also be right. a Thanksgiving release. Yeah, it would have been fine. Yep. Christmas mm-hmm. release totally yep. fine. I feel like that's what this was because it would have been. I felt awkward. It, it would be awkward in the summer. It does not feel like a good like you don't need a warm fuzzy in the summer as much as you need when it's colder out for the family. Okay, just, that's you're my initial. It, but all right. Yes, I totally am. I'm but just you know what? From a marketing perspective. Bradford, this is this is your this is part of your score. So why don't you just like segue right into that? Okay. And and tell us even more. I love how you lean right in, Jim. I that's, that's great. Thank I you. try to make my guests so look. <laughs> Delilah, you're a guest now. <laughs> I want you to catch that. Thanks. <laughs> You're all Thanks. guests in my universe. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It gave me warm fuzzies. I like the music. I like the acting overall. It was very well cast. I was laughing through it. I just, good feeling in the heart throughout it. People in the theater seemed to enjoy it. They were, they were laughing. They were into mm-hmm. it. They just were enjoying themselves. I saw family smiling coming out of it. The timing of it, I think it was more purposely done on knowing when they could do well at the box office compared to award season. Like, I think that's my initial take right. is that to me, there's not much award worthy when you compare it to the rest of the movies this year. I agree. But box office wise, you release in the holidays, it has an opportunity to make an impact in that way, which sure. I think is more important for this movie compared to awards that they wanted to do well at the box office. People are out of school. They're looking for a safe, fun family film for everyone to enjoy. This is one of those. You can bring the whole family to this. Someone will get something out of it and should be able to enjoy it. That's great. We need movies like that. The box yes. office needs those types of movies that everyone, that a family of four or five can go and enjoy. People's moods need these They need movies. that. They need whimsical. They need fun. They need fantasy. Things that you can go and just forget about the stress of life or the stress of the holidays even and go and enjoy it. This is that kind of movie. It delivers what I think it needed to deliver in a very good way because you think happy thoughts when you come out of it. And I was really craving chocolate. <laughs> I've had a lot of chocolates in seeing this movie. Because it's just, mm, I need, <laughs> need it. I give it an 8.0. Okay. All right. Well, you know, Jim, the critic, also really loves, a, believe it or not, a safe, fun family film. That used to make me want to run to the hills if I heard a, something described that way. <laughs> but... Again, when it's done right. And it's the people that did Paddington, which I discovered late. And I'm mad that I won't get the years back that I missed out on that movie. Like, those movies just charm the hell out of me. This one does the exact same thing uh, as, you know, just, I think, standing on its own. And, and you can just walk in knowing nothing and completely enjoy it. Uh, and I think... A lot of people are going to be in that boat. There's going to be some who are going to be like trying to connect the dots with the original Willy Wonka. I don't even want to talk about the Johnny Depp one. Like just, uh, I, I just, this movie can be enjoyed for what it is. Everybody did a good job. There's nothing, nobody's going to win an award here in my book, uh, but they all did it really well. So I'm giving Wonka also an 8.0 solid. You said people connecting the dots and they might do that and this between you. If if they're if that's not the point of this, why call it a prequel? Why not just let it be its own thing? I think they did just kind of let it be its own thing. They call it a prequel, right? They haven't really marketed it as a prequel. I don't remember seeing anything from the movie company calling that. Maybe other okay. people talking about it, the buzz yeah. on the street. 
um, was a prequel. I heard more of why do they need to go back to this? And I think that's the reaction from the Johnny Depp film, you know, uh, that we don't need a Tim Burton. I mean, I think that left a lot of people kind of mm, uh, bitter chocolate, and, dark, 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 and bitter chocolate. And when you chocolate. look at Baking comment chocolate. sections, <laughs> of, when you look at comment sections about the film, there are so many people saying, why are they doing another one? Are there not any original ideas? Why are they doing another one? Why are they doing another one? It has not been clear that it's a prequel. They've been very, very bad at advertising that it is before the Gene Wilder version. There are so many people out there that think this is another remake, like a full-on remake of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory or right. the Chocolate Factory. They're thinking that. I which, said it as a mistake at the beginning right. of the episode. And you would think that if it was a remake, they would have teased Charlie somewhere. <laughs> and they didn't. This is... No, because Char Charlie is barely a fetus at this point. <laughs> well, no. If it was a remake, they would have teased oh, Charlie see, somewhere. You're saying. But yeah. it's not. This is the prequel. This is how Wonka became Wonka, which is what they've kind of teased but not done a good job at it. Marketing for movies has been really frustrating for me these past two years because yeah. it feels like you have these experts and they're just not doing a good job of feeding the audience just enough to let them know you need to see this because. Right. COVID made everybody stupid, apparently. <laughs> Because I didn't really have a problem. I mean, there's, you know, a few things here and there, of course. Right? Like, you go all the way back to Space Invaders, where they showed you all the, all the scenes in the preview, none of which were in the movie. Right? Right. So you go all the way back. I mean, it, this is not a new problem. But it seems to be a pattern. It's, Since COVID it happened, marketing seems to be a massive problem. Right. And COVID made yes. marketers stupid, apparently. Yes. Thank you for specifying. Because America didn't get stupid. No, no, no. The it's marketers. The marketers. Yeah. We, we've always <laughs> yeah. been whatever you want to call it. But right. uh, yeah, the marketers got really bad at their job. It's time for our big questions. Sometimes it's deep. Sometimes it's ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm going to say, uh, take a movie from the past that was not a musical and pitch a musical version of that movie. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I will. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bradford says, bit over here. pick me, I pick will. me. Yes. I'm in my pick me face. Uh, okay. Fast and No. <laughs> <laughs> it was teased within the movie, but obviously it was not a thing. I want Spaceballs the musical. Okay. You what? Just, you just took mine. Oh, no! <laughs> Did I? Yep. <laughs> so we have two. Surely nobody's going to say Spaceballs. Spaceballs the musical. Come on, right? Come on. All right, hold on. So, but it was good enough that you also thought of it. It is. Oh, no. Great idea. That was a good idea. Great idea. Jim just, just over here laughing. What do you think, Jim? Well, you're, I, I hate to tell you this, Space but you, you, you have to go next because now uh, you got to think. Yeah, I, don't I want choice. a full song of She's Gone from Suck to Blow. <laughs> I bet you could find that <laughs> on the wrong websites. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Do that in a private tab. I want <laughs> your browser. Steam. That's what I want. <laughs> John Williams to write Bar it. Barf, you. <laughs> okay. John All Williams right. to write it. Uh, it, it that, that, Spaceballs is one of those weird movies that it's definitely stuck in a time, and I love a, a Mel Brooks film, but <laughs> uh, I, I feel the musical is unnecessary. It's, but, it's an unnecessary question then, Jim. Yes, it is. It truly is. So I hold you to no standard because Thank mine's going to suck too. Okay. <laughs> I would like 
saw the musical. No, and I would not market it. If we're if we're going to go with like the Willy Wonka people and the co- color purple marketers, you don't sell it as a musical. You just surprise people with it, and they're that horrified awesome, for all the wrong reasons. Like how the next Joker is apparently <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a horror musical. Uh, yes, I, I I think we're long overdue. A horror musical. Okay. Okay. Horror. Horror. Make sure you say all the syllables because then it's Horror. completely different film. Horror musical. Horror. <laughs> Thank you for uh, checking out the Untitled Film Project podcast. I, I, I guess there were space balls, man. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, okay. I'd love to get creative and come up with another one, but that's. I'm the non space balls guy, Jim Chandler. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> Bradford blurted out Spaceballs first. His name is Justin B. Bradford. And Jeremy Gover. What up? He hates children. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Untitled Film Project podcast. To support the show, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. Original music by Jeremy Schwartz. Special thanks to the Music City Film Critics Association. Editing and post-production by Jeremy K. Gover. Voiceover by Chad Bennett.